Welcome back to our Venture Sprout podcast, where we feature spin-ups and new codes that Vizient members are developing and launching across the country. I'm your host, Crystal Mollis, Vice President of Digital, Virtual Experience, and Ventures at Vizient. In this episode, we continue our discussion about the partnership between Arista MD, a platform that allows payers and providers to quickly and cost-effectively launch specialist e-consults and Stanford Healthcare. Joining me again are Brooke Levasseur, CEO at Arista MD, and Tip Kim, Chief Market Development Officer at Stanford Healthcare. Welcome back to our podcast. So Arista MD serves a broad market, including providers as well as payers. So why are they choosing Arista MD over other solutions that they have that are available in the market? Sure. So payers are partnering with us, number one, because they know that their members are having access issues. And this is felt in very different ways, depending on your geography. Sometimes the access issue is a result of geography. Sometimes it's a result of a true shortage of specialists within your region. Sometimes it's a matter of your members not having a broad network. And so we started off working with health plans originally in managed Medicaid, where these patients would find that only about a quarter of the specialists nearby would even see them. And so that adds a significant additional hurdle to what they were already facing. So number one, the plans know that access is important. And number two, they really want to make sure that patients are receiving care in the most effective but least expensive site where it's appropriate. And sending primary care patients off to specialists where you have extremely high rates sometimes just for the visit. And then you layer in all the additional costs from workup that happens once you get to a specialist. That's a lot of dollars that the health plans are looking to use more effectively in a way that can actually improve patient care. The other thing that's happening for the health plan is they know that because there are access issues and patients are sitting on wait lists, that many of them are just sitting there watching their conditions get worse. So these issues aren't going away just because you can't get in to see your specialist. So a lot of patients sit there and they watch their conditions get worse. And those are the ones that show up in the ED or they are hospitalized. And that's expensive and it's horrible for the patient. And we provide a very simple, easy to deploy solution where you can see a change in all of those dynamics right out of the gate, where we're effectively able to move around 70 plus percent of routine referrals from primary care to specialists, move them back to the primary care site and get patients treated more quickly. And at the same time, you're carving out those patients of the wait list. So the 30% of patients that really do have to be seen face-to-face are not ending up in the ED, but they're getting in more quickly. And so that's the whole value that we deliver to health plans. And again, because we're a web-based solution, we do not take a lot of time to deploy. This isn't a program that you need to plan for two years or you need budget for. On the budget side, they have the budget. They're paying for specialty care. And we are simply reducing that line item for them. And on the deployment, we have an entire team that partners with the plan to identify within a region where we should be deploying at primary care clinics. And then our team can get those clinics up and running literally in a matter of days because there's no major hardware installation. This is all in the cloud and we give you web-based access. And training is simple. It happens in about 45 minutes over a virtual call. So that's why we're working with health plans. And I think our move to partner more explicitly 
separately with health systems and those in the provider ecosystem has evolved over time where we've realized that there is tremendous power in not only offering on-call specialists, but being able to leverage local partnerships. Because at the end of the day, we're trying to strengthen primary care We're trying to increase care coordination and collaboration. And many times that works best when you are connecting regional specialists and you can help expand and strengthen those relationships. And that takes on a whole new impact where the providers who are answering the e-consults and building that trust with the primary care providers over time on a variety of different types of issues can then also be the ones that when necessary can see the patient. We've really enjoyed seeing these programs evolve over time from what used to be purely a payer sale where we'd go to primary care providers and offer them access to Arista MD's national contracted panel to now being able to go into a market when we have health plan coverage and partnering with regional groups who want to be a part of this for many of the reasons that Tip already mentioned. I like to build on a couple of Brooks' points there. Increasing access and doing our part to reduce disparities in healthcare, which has been laid bare in stark fashion through the COVID crisis. E-consults and the ability for us to empower our local FQHCs and community clinics is a vehicle for us to try to fulfill a stated policy goal from Stanford Medicine's perspective. And so we're actively working with local clinics, community clinics, and Arista has been able to integrate with one of the aggregators, if you will, for electronic medical records that service those types of clinics. The second point around being able to flex up and down to meet overall population health goals, to deploy this in an effective manner, what often comes to pass in these types of situations is a zero-sum game between the provider, the physician, the patient, and the insurance company. Here, it's actually a win-win for everyone, right? Because essentially, we get a high cost, low value from the perspective of what we can do differentially and return those to community providers are very capable of providing that care and focusing our efforts on the tertiary and quaternary patients that are clinically appropriate for an academic setting. That has knock-on effects in terms of overall delivered cost, utilization of existing capacity all along the value chain, the community on up to the academic tertiary quaternary. And then overall, the total cost of care is positively impacted, not only from the direct allocation of resources appropriately, but really from what Brooke mentioned, which is you don't have people waiting and getting sicker. And then hitting our system later on in the disease progression that requires higher level of intervention and the attended cost that comes with it. So what advice would you have for healthcare organizations to help them sort of catalyze their journey of adoption into the e-consult platform? My advice to other providers is that as we look out on the landscape, there are billions of dollars coming into the healthcare space from strategic investors as well as financial investors. And it's very tempting to try to be reactive to the various innovations that are coming into the marketplace. What we have often found, however, in a cold evaluation of these various solutions and disruptions is that they tend to gravitate towards the quote-unquote casual end 
of the healthcare space, either consumer solutions, subacute solutions, things that are sort of less regulated than not, less acute than not, things that are more consumer facing. And that's absolutely fine. And I think as a consumer of healthcare, as well as an administrator inside of it, certainly things that make things more consumer friendly are welcome and they drive us to innovate ourselves. And that's critical. But I think there's also an important realization from our perspective that for Stanford especially, but for all providers, all hospital systems, oftentimes a lot of these disruptors run out of runway. In other words, sometimes a patient actually needs more than what's on an app, than what's a virtual only solution. And where Arista plays an important role in the greater context of a connected system of care like Stanford is that it enables us to be a force multiplier to existing providers and the existing health ecosystem. And so rather than for us trying to replicate major investments in consumer innovation versus trying to either partner with them or co-opt them into feature sets of what we offer, but really focus on things that we can differentially do as a part of that healthcare solution. The notion of being able to empower primary care physicians to do more for their patients in a confident and safe manner is something that I think all providers could benefit from. And again, as we mentioned before, the win-win situations that are created by e-consults and creating connections between specialists and primary care physicians in a way that's safe, that reduces wait times, that brings specialty care closer to where patients live, I think ultimately benefits all of us. It really is meant to improve a healthcare ecosystem that could use all the help that it can get in a challenging environment. Tip, I'll build on that a little because I love your point talking about consumer apps and they are great. I use a lot of them, but they're definitely limitations. I think the same thing is true. There have been a lot of provider apps that have sprung up over the course of the last few years. I think EHRs have even made more strides in trying to add in some bells and whistles that people are looking for. Messaging capability exists, even what some call e-consult capability does exist within many EHRs. But for some reason, that is not enough. And when I get asked, like, what do we need to do to really make an e-consult program successful? The conversation is 5% about technology and 95% about the rest. And the rest really starts with number one, you have to have a vision. You have to know why you're doing this. I've already mentioned a lot of the benefits, right? So we know that it can help with access. We know it can lower cost. It can also improve improve quality metrics. There's so many different things that are attractive, especially if you're a primary care clinic looking to adopt this. A lot of attractive features of a program like this, but really to get buy-in across the clinic to handle change, because even though we don't disrupt the workflow, we really try and push ourselves into your practice in a way that is least disruptive. This is a change in how we're delivering care. And so you need to have alignment around why are we doing this so that people are all on the same page and And that when we launch a program, we're sure that we can lay out metrics that everyone has agreed are important to the users of this program. And we will track those metrics and you can see in real time how e-consults are positively impacting the things that are most important to your group and to your patients. And that's really, really hard to do with just turning on messaging capability within your EHR or turning on an app where you can collaborate out with folks. So it's really taking a program 
programmatic, more holistic view of how you're going to build something that has long-term sustainability, not just the initial push of, oh, let's see what early adopters are going to jump on board and submit a few cases. You want something that you can implement and where you're really able to take this important innovation and apply it to every routine referral that's non-procedural, because that's where you're going to see the biggest impact to the cost you're going to see the biggest impact to access and you're going to see the real population health impact as well through that. So technology is a very important piece. It's got to be seamless. It's got to be user-friendly. We do take a lot of pride in our product and our platform. I think we've made it so consumer-friendly and so provider-friendly and as easy to use and slick as possible. But the other stuff that comes along with it, I have to say, has at least equal importance, if not slightly more honestly. Brooke, Tip, thank you both for joining me for these past two episodes. I've really enjoyed our discussion. And to our audience, thank you for joining this episode of the podcast. If you are a Visient member and subscribe to our network offerings, we encourage you to register to attend our full experience on the new digital frontier as we explore healthcare spinups and new co's. This experience includes additional podcasts featuring the new co's and a matchmaking venture summit in that summit, we will feature several member spinups and give you the opportunity to have one-on-one conversations to explore relationships that could lead to investment opportunities, co-development, and or a buying opportunity with these companies. So if you're a C-suite leader, you've received an email from us to register for these events. We look forward to seeing you there. 